Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear in your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. joined by the fabulous Catherine Berry from Entirely Catherine Photography. And Catherine is a brand and event photographer for awesome folk who market their small businesses online. And today we're going to be going more into the nuts and bolts of what happens on a photo shoot, what you need to prepare, how you can choose the right photographer, because that's really, really important, and what you need to be thinking about post-photo shoot. So you're obviously thinking about what's going to happen on the day, but what other things should you be thinking about when it comes to getting your photos done? What what will you be using them for? All those sorts of things. Because I know... um, from working with my clients, so many questions come up when it comes to getting professional photos done, especially making sure that you're not wasting your money on your photos because you find out afterwards that you can't really use them or they aren't quite what you're after. So this is why I thought uh, today would be really, really good to kind of go through and get some of those questions out because it can be quite daunting if you do want to get some uh, photos done. Maybe you're thinking about a website, maybe you're thinking about generally for your brand. Um, but where do you start really in actually getting some photos done? So, hello, Catherine. Lovely hello. to have you here. So tell us a little bit more about you. Okay, well, I think you've done a great job already. Yes, awesome folk who market their small business online. That's what um, that's the people I work with. So it's my niche, <laughs> um, uh, for for one of the better explanation. But yeah, I work headshots and profile photos, website photography, anything that kind of covers your small business and branding, photography needs. That's what what I focus on. That's what I do focus. Ha <laughs> ha. There's a little <laughs> in joke. <laughs> focus with the camera. Um, that's what I do. That's who I work with. Um, men, women, small small businesses tend to be the people that I would come that come and see me. But yeah, that's that's me. So I guess I guess the first thing to be thinking about is why why to have professional shots done. This is a really really good question, um, and it's kind of it's all about that brand clarity, isn't it? Really, and I think you know, obviously, with everything that you talk about, Amy, that whole trying to find that familiarity and consistency that gives your prospective clients some sort of um, confidence that you're they're in the right place. So, you know, let's take let's take for instance a kind of a customer journey. Let's say, for example, you know, you go to a networking event, you meet someone, um, and then you, you kind of click with them, and they either have in mind for using you themselves or maybe for one of their clients potentially but they start to think mm, I'm going to get to know this person so off they go they go back and they look at your social media and then suddenly they're like oh is that is that profile photo does that actually is that them I'm not too sure that starts first out first out in the head then they start to sort of investigate a bit more maybe they watch or they listen to something they've been reading you know they're reading your blogs and things that are coming up they look over to your website and they're like oh 
that is something something about the colors there is a bit different or the fight yeah, there's nothing kind of consistent feeling all the questions just keep coming up about not sure or they start to question your expertise because you know have you been around long enough to have photos taken professionally because I think when people are a little bit more established that's what they start to do so there's that it's not even open conscious questioning it's just that subconscious kind of the psychology of the visual really isn't it that kind of looking at thinking I feel reassured by what I'm seeing it sounds like the person I met their personalities coming through all of these things that your customers your client your potential clients really need to feel so that they can want to buy from you and you for you to make sales now if you haven't invested some time and some money it, let's face it it is time and it is money um you know for actually reaching out and to, yeah finding yourself a photographer the right type of photographer which i'll come on to in a moment you, you are probably doing yourself a disservice and your business a disservice and really your clients a disservice or potential clients a disservice you know you're, you're giving them that uncertainty and you don't want to do that you want at the every part of their journey should feel some sort of reassurance you know that that through from your copy and the way the language and you know, Laura Robinson was talking to us the other week um about that that lovely way that you could use your own language and to make your personality come out in what you're writing if they then look at your photographs and that jars with it let's say you're using very comfortable reassuring kind you know coaching language that wants to you know and then they look at you and you're you're sat on a wall you know in front of a bush or something and it's a bit like where's the where's the feel of that where does that come in in a photo um that's where you need yourself a brand photographer because your brand photographer will really really go through these little nitty gritties a little bit like the copy you know they go through your copy and your writing they'd go through that same nitty gritty process of thinking you know what who are your clients who are you speaking to what's going to draw their attention to you what's going to make them feel comfortable and what's going to ultimately bring you your sales and your you know your connection to them and them saying yes yes she's the one I you know he's the one that I want to work with um I feel related to you know relate to you in your photos and the consistency goes beyond just the profile photo it goes into your other visuals you know um like I say, I've sort of mentioned on blogs and perhaps in your newsletters or on your social media posts everywhere that you've got. Again, I've got a whole list here of the, the things that you might be looking to, to do um, and use your photos for. But all of those places, if you haven't got some sort of plan for your visuals, then and you're being very random, it's a bit like writing, you know, writing it out sort of yeah you know, like a shopping list or writing you know then writing it out like a you know, menu and then writing it and writing it out in different genres it's you know you, you're kind of trying to pick differently and it's not going to, to help create that good feeling um good vibes good vibes mm. <laughs> no, absolutely it's so important isn't it to think of everything together because as you said if something doesn't align it's it, it just stands out even if you might not have kind of thought about it for someone who from the outside looking in if something doesn't add up something's not quite right and it might not be even something you can kind of put your finger on it might not be even so obvious that you know but it will get picked up subconsciously or it might actually be more obvious and it's so important to have everything aligned and you know and I think with 
photography as well it is really really important as you said it's kind of elevating your yourself and your business as well um and I always remember when I had my my first professional photo shoot um and I hadn't been in uh, in business all that long really and as soon as I had the photos done nothing had nothing else had changed in my business I was still really really new but just having the photos done the amount of people that go oh wow you're doing really really well now aren't you and it's like well just because of the photos like it it just gave that it's an air of professional, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's like kind of step up from from just exactly. being someone who's using a few stock photos and an old photo of themselves or something that they they you know is a nice photo. You know the whole nice yeah. photo. Yeah. People looking people on that. Facebook. What's it's my best photo? <laughs> that's okay. It's where we start. We all have to start somewhere. You, you know that's where you're going to start. But when you start thinking, I want to elevate my brand. I really want to put my mark out on a show off I want to be the one that people recognize and come to then you're going to have to put some investment into that as you would do for all the other parts of your business and and I think you know I think people sometimes underestimate that difference between not having those photos and then suddenly as you say Mm -hmm. they go oh and then people recognize that people were saying yeah look oh you look great in your face you know and then you get these sort of massive compliments about your photos mm-hmm. and, and it just raises you it raises your own self-esteem and your own business confidence if you've got you know let's say for us who who market ourselves on social media you know if you haven't got yourself a profile photo you feel pr- proud of and confident enough to sort of share with someone like say for instance today you know come joining you live and you say to me amy and it was catherine i need a photo of you just for, for a bit of marketing I'm like yeah sure there you go there it is it's done I don't have to think twice about it I know I'm confident that that photo looks professional it looks good it's gonna it's gonna be recognizable so you know just just silly things to be prepared for it and I, mm. I just think that that gives you that first of all that kind of confidence but it gives your clients and potential clients that kind that confidence too mm. that you are a genuine real expert in what you can do and yeah so I think the importance of having photos is probably, you know, we can, I think that's getting there. I think we all, hopefully mm. <laughs> this message is coming out. We're trying to say that. Um, yeah. You know, I think but it, you it, can get away with the ones that you do yourself or whatever. And as, as you're saying, everyone starts off doing that because it just makes sense. But I think that, as you say, that step up, that suddenly mm. the difference it makes for your business having some professional photos done and also obviously good professional photos done as well makes say much such a difference and it just elevates everything you know your website if you've suddenly got a really really nice banner with a really gorgeous photo that's all on brand you look great in it you you look like your brand so if you're you know talking about it or if you're what values are being that you know you're non-intimidating you're friendly all those things and they will come out in your photo that it's obvious when you see them and and all those sorts of things that you should be thinking about it as I say it it makes a massive difference I think with anything visual as well it's that shortcut isn't it it's that immediate thing that people get that vibe off you or whatever straight away it's they don't have to sit there and read copy for a few minutes or it's they've already you know, it's an immediate thing saying about you, your values, how you want to perceive yourself and your business, all those things in a in an immediate snapshot, basically, it is. of it is. as soon as someone sees it. It is. So, it is. And I, I think, oh, I don't know if you're probably about to ask this question, but, <laughs> um, but choo- the, this is where the whole choosing the right photographer yeah. 
comes in is this what you're gonna ask me yeah yeah I was gonna say so how do you uh, choose that photographer because I think there are so many different photographers and it really does make a difference <laughs> who you choose so yeah how, how do you go about choosing the right photographer okay. well okay I'm gonna give you the mistakes that people make let's give you let me give you the mistakes that people make um First of all, they will remember that they had a great wedding photographer or they've had a great baby photographer or they know of a mate who does something or a college kid that's you know probably not going to cost them too much. So, yeah, that's a good idea. So they sort of think, oh, good idea. Yeah, yeah, I can get that person in. OK, that is the first mistake. Yes, the wedding photographer. Yes, the baby photographer. Yes, the this college kid might be a brilliant photographer, but. I did all that and when I did all that I didn't have a clue about social media I didn't have a clue about business I didn't have a clue about marketing and I could take a good photograph but I wouldn't have known about the, the, the specific things about leaving some space thinking about the colors the editing part which again means changing the feel a little bit in the edit in the coloring and the lighting and so on that you do do there you know that that it's just you could you could you could spend time with a professional photographer, whatever their genre is, and say, look, this is actually what I want. Um, and you could tell them all this list of, you know, the thing. I want it for my profile photo. I want it for my website and not you know, my about me page and my blogs and my newsletters and my lead magnets and my social media. And I, oh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. So can I have you could spend like a whole ton of time with your old wedding photographer or this college kid saying this is all the things that I really need and I want you to cover. Um, you know, and can you make sure that I can crop them specifically? <laughs> and they'll be like, OK, and. Yeah, they could probably do that. But then you've, first of all, you've had to spend time thinking about that for yourself. Mm. You've then had to relay that to them. You've probably made a list as well, which is, is always good anyway. A list is, is always good to work from. Everyone will need to do that. But, you know, you've spent this time with them. And then and then you've got to have that whole uncertainty of whether whether they are going to get this right for you. And, and the amount of people who've said, I've got this lovely photo you know, I've heard it from other, you know, from website people that who build websites and so on. You know, they've got, they've got somebody's been giving them their, their stock of photos, and that because their wed old wedding photographer, their old baby photographer, did these photos, and they've so often said, "Oh, they're great photos, but they just don't fit. They're not fit for their purpose." And that's the difference between a brand photographer, especially you know, one who will market for you, help you with your marketing online and so on. So it. It, you have to be very specific about what you want. If you are a, have a product, you will be looking for a product photographer. They they will know what they're doing. That's their niche. <laughs> you know, that's their niche. You've got to you've got to go and you've got to find the person with the skills that suit the job that you're looking for them to do. Because you don't want to waste your time and you don't want to waste your money. And even if you are only at that stage where you perhaps haven't gone as far as sort of logo designing necessarily or in like fully into your branding and you're not sure but you're just starting off and you've only got this old photo of you stuck in front of a bush or something you know you do you really want to put that online or do you want to just invest a little bit of money just have a few profile photos done just think and you might again not choosing your wedding photographer don't I'm trying not to dis I don't want to dis wedding photographers <laughs> they're awesome they are really cool but um but you know just think of what skills they have got and what they can do and then where you're going to go from there because you might have your little you know set of profile shots done now 
you know, as a, a sort of interim time. And then in another two years, when you've perhaps developed your business a little more, you want to work with possibly that same photographer. So why not try out, you know, that 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 first photographer, the one that you've done a bit of research on and found is the right one for you. Yeah, why not try them out and work with them on that first little mini shoot? And then you've got someone to go back to who already knows you and knows your business and has already invested some time to learn a bit about, you know, what you're doing and probably has followed your journey, you know, along a little bit with you. That sort of does happen. Okay, my second second mistake that people make is the asking their friends. So they they go to the Facebook and they'll go, hey, friends, I need a photographer. And then the friends will obviously refer you to their wedding photographers, baby photographers. But the better thing to do would be to ask other people who are in similar businesses to you or who, if you are using them for marketing, marketing online, you know, within your networks, that's where you would ask for you know a, a recommendation if you're going to ask for a recommendation um, and then look at what those people are doing what look at those branding photographers look at what they're doing does it feel right to you does it feel good to you are you looking for, you know seeing good examples of their work um you know are you then going to the websites of the people who've used them and you're thinking yeah these look good it's they're working it makes sense oh yeah you're looking for the good clues the good sort of tick box I feel like this is good um Okay, and the third, I'm going to give you a third mistake people make <laughs> is getting your other half, <laughs> the other half to take some photos for you. <laughs> I've heard so many stories of stresses and arguments <laughs> where the people have tried to um, let their, that, you know, encourage their other half, can you take a few photos of me? And it's all gone a little bit, even if the other half is a photographer, I've heard, you know, some pretty doomed stories but um perhaps just don't put them through the pain and go and find yourself a brand brand photographer who's going to help you to do do what you need to do no that's great <laughs> I I absolutely agree because I've fell foul to that as well I my first uh photo shoot was with someone who at, at the time she was predominantly doing weddings but she did do branding photography as well but you could tell it was more of a I just do any other bits just to add on the money kind of mm. or to get some extra clients or whatever now she's full into to weddings and she, I think she's won awards and stuff so she's, wow. she's a yeah. really really great wedding photographer yeah. her, her weddings that she does are beautiful I think she even travels for them but anyway but she was not a brand photographer and it was exactly that same scenario I had some photos they all look very nice like technically they're all very good but they were just I couldn't really use them I, I don't think I even had hardly any that were even landscape let alone you know landscape enough to put words next to me Mm. or whatever like you would do on a website banner and it just meant that I mean I did manage to kind of adapt them to to make banners and things but obviously it wasn't ideal at all whatsoever and and after that it was just like right okay the photographer that I go next needs to understand all these things because it was the first time I had photos done as well so I didn't really know what kind of expect or get ready either so I wasn't leading it and she wasn't leading it you know without her knowledge so it is really really important to get that right photographer because yes I think people automatically think of oh who's a good photographer and I say they probably you know as you said there's nothing wrong with wedding photographers for weddings they you know they create some amazing photos but it's just a different thing you know if all day every day they're trying to capture gorgeous pictures of brides it's going to be a different thing that bride wants I wouldn't go and do wedding photography because that's not my thing and you know I I think 
probably for them as well. And, and as I say, we all start off doing a bit of everything and trying to find what's what we're good at. But um, and there's nothing wrong with that, perhaps. But you've just got to be if you're going to do go that route with using someone who's not experienced in the field that you're looking for, then you've got to you've got to be prepared to put in more time, more of your time and then potentially more money at the end of it, because you're going to have to have some more done again yeah. at another point. So exactly you know, it, it's it's not it's not a bad thing it's just it's just a different way and it yeah it, with its risks so exactly and if you're going to take time and the money you know you want to get the right person don't you and that's the thing and and say it was once again recommended through somebody and all that all those things that you kind of said so yeah, it is really important to say do the research I really like uh, the fact that you said about looking at their clients photo you know how they've used them as well which is really nice so you're not just seeing that kind of snapshot on Instagram or something of their photos or on their website you're looking at how they've actually used because then that will give you ideas as well yeah so yeah. so if you're thinking about getting a shoot then so we, we thinking about okay need to get the right photographer so then kind of what what happens on a shoot and how can you prepare for one Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's skip. I've got no. I've got like little notes here. <laughs> so there we go. Skipping over to preparations and things. Well, well. Obviously, you know, you've got that list in your head. Yeah, you've already done some preparation with your photographer. You've already confident, and you've got that trust in your photographer that they've understood your brand. That they're, um, you know, they they already know where you're going to be using your photos or your priority areas because you might not have a complete list, but you have a priority areas of like I know I need one for a banner, I know I need one for a profile, I know I need some for a blog or something. You have some priority areas, so so the, the photographer's already got that plan in their head, um, and you've helped, you know, you've developed that together. Um, you you know, you'll be looking. Um, they'll the, the photographer will be asking you not just about your um your immediate plans but they'll also be asking you about what your aims are into the future so taking that on board they've taken on board who your client you know potential clients are going to be and who you know how your brand feel is going to be conveyed so that plan has kind of been formed by your photographer and with you know in conjunction with you sort of in discussion so so the you know location will have been you know thought out that might be something that um you may you may be going for a studio shoot that's an entirely sort of different ball game from, from what I actually do but you know studio shoot is one one type of photography um but yeah I I, I work on location so I do some research for my locations and I have like a bank of locations that I use I do mainly work in London myself but um I, I've, I had to travel to Cardiff last year for um, for John Esperian, um, John Esperian from LinkedIn, whom we love. Um, and I had to do my research via Google Street Map. So I did walking the streets and walking the area and looking at things via Google Street Map. So it's all possible, you know, it can all be done. Um, so, yeah, I do that. Um, but I also will ask you yourself, you know, what what do you you know do you have any ideas do you have something that's meaningful to you do you have you know a feeling that you, of somewhere that you'd like to use and we and that sort of develops from there and we kind of go yes no develop, you know we'll think about that we have you know we need to make sure we've got um indoor and outdoor options um 
you have to check that you've got permissions. That sort of thing happens. Yeah, your brand photo shoot person will know that. Then they'll, they'll know they've got to go and check that that you're okay to, to shoot there or you're not going to get jumped upon by a horrible hairy security guard who's <laughs> going to say no stop taking photos which happens to me once <laughs> so um, you know you you yourself will be worrying more about your posing and your hair and your makeup and the things that go you know that go with that posing and I want to stop everyone worrying about that thing right now preparing with posing you don't need to prepare posing your posing will happen organically you're not going for um you know unless you are going for a fashion shoot or you know a sort of modeling shoot where you do need to pose you know you're going to be there to be yourself and part of that is the way you hold yourself um or the way you move and the way you talk and you you know what you might find your photographer will give you a little bit of direction as you go along you know they might say oh could you just move your hand to the left or you know to, to, you know, move your face this way a little more or look this way or eye gaze you know they'll probably give you some direction about your eye gaze because you know all our eyes do different th- things you don't want to see necessarily too much white or maybe you do want to see more white with their eyes so you know there's just there's just different things that that, that you will be directed and people need to just relax about the whole worrying mm. about how am I going to put my arms or don't worry and and what you can do is you can talk through your very specific worries with your photographer beforehand so you know you worry about I don't know having small wrists or something or you've got an issue with your neck or these are something you don't like talk to your photographer let them know and then they can just be wary about that when they take their photos and they'll just think a little bit about how that that might convey to you um but yeah, yeah, don't just chill, just chill. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. I think posing is a big one, isn't it? Of what do I actually do? <laughs> like yeah. I understand the idea of having a photo done. Yeah, but what how do I stand? Should I sit down? You know, how because I think the also the other thing is posing but not looking like you're posing. Mm. I think that's because you, you do have to kind of pose to some degree. But, still, yeah. <laughs> But I think it's that going too far that unless you're obviously making it, you know, how some people do have those photos that are quite clearly they pose like with pointing and, exactly. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. if you're trying to get a natural look, but I, I think that's something that yeah, it really worries people. Worries people. Mm. Mm. It really does. And I think that you just have to kind of, you know, you, you have to, this is where, again, where you've built up that trust and understanding that your photographer is going to be the person that you can work with and who's going to be gentle with you or, you know, encouraging or give you that direction. Because, um, you know, I, I find that when I'm taking shots, you know, I very quickly can see when someone's become, you know, they, they're like, okay, I've had enough standing like this. I'm like, okay, let's just move or let's talk for a second or let's just, you know, we change something. And it can only be like a matter of, you know, a few shots in that same position and then we're moving. So it's not going to be like, hundreds and hundreds of standing there waiting for your photos to be taken you know it should be a very relaxed and enjoyable process and actually lots of people come out of it and say oh I actually had a lot of fun which is kind of how you want it to be if if, you know if you can do that so um so yeah a little bit less worrying about the posing I think everybody (laughs) like less worrying um hair you know, lots of people worry about having their hair done, especially now. I've had lots of people say, no, I can't have my hair done yet. So I can't, you yeah, know, that sort of has put favour off having yes. their photo shoots right now. But um, so, yeah, 
have your hair done or not have your hair done. I've had people turn up literally and go, oh, I haven't done my hair. And then they put the hair up and then they're ready. <laughs> like, you know, be you. So if it feels right to have your hair done the day before or that morning, that's you. That's what you do. That's what your clients would expect you to turn up being you know as that's then that's fine or if you don't have your hair done then that's not normal for you to have your hair done then don't don't be worrying about that so mm. you know I'd, I'd like to take a lot of these worries away from people in the preparation because again having the right photographer will take you through all this and make sure that you've sort of got all of that in your mind and you're okay and you relax and at the end of the day you'll come along and it'll all just go very smoothly for you um you know makeup people worry about whether they should put makeup on or put a bit more makeup on or like the old the old yeah I say the old days but the days of having having um shoots indoors on a studio or with lots of lighting um you would have had needed to have sort of more makeup to take the the light um yes to be able to cope with the light but now out in natural lighting using a little bit of flash it's, it's much less needed and she just some natural you know natural work that you would normally have perhaps some lipstick perhaps a little bit of um, mascara something to to just make you feel like you've you know feel that confidence really give you a little bit of zhuzh then um then that's really what you want to want to be aiming for yeah because I remember when I had mine done as well it came with a makeup artist um which I was like oh this is going to be great you know I'm going to look really lovely my makeup's all going to be done really nicely and I remember even when I was at home because she came to my house to do it all and I was like I've never had my makeup done this is going to be really nice and when she just showed me the mirror actually just at home I was like oh what is me (laughs) yeah yeah again it goes back to that you're not going for a modeling shoot you're not going for um, a fashion shoot you know you're not going to be in the catalogue you're going to be you so it's got to be like you I mean I've I've actually just was working with a wonderful makeup artist and Andy she was in here earlier um so and what she does is she works with people online and she helps them to just sort of bake the most of the makeup that they do themselves so and help you build on your skills and she's all about that kind of you know building up your own niche of of makeup and that sort of thing but not not overdoing it but just feeling comfortable so you know me being your best own makeup artist is what, yeah. what you know you, you'd like to do I think that's the important thing do do your own thing do what feels good to you um and yeah and you need to look the same as well yeah. you know you do see people who you see them on um you know lives on their own photos all the time and then they do a photo shoot and they've got you can tell they've got so much makeup on and it's it's like well, you don't really look like you in those photos yeah. and that's kind of how I felt a bit as well I think because as you were saying if you are out and about you don't need to have all that makeup on you know it's not like you're going on stage or whatever you don't need to have it caked on so if but you might want to put like a little bit more on like but so I think if you put too much on it can mean that you sometimes don't really look like you as well and they're saying that kind of authenticness yeah absolutely whatever in real life and you don't look like that you look too different than yeah absolutely yeah yeah well you know too it's the same with outfits as well you know you you want to be it wants to be next you know as as um tracy was here just a few weeks ago wasn't she um telling us Mm. about you know you want to sort of 
be that extension of yourself you know you want to again it fits with all of your branding so don't go crazy and buy something that you wouldn't normally wear you know don't yeah. put a suit on if you wouldn't normally wear a suit that's not that's not the right way to go is it it sort of doesn't make any sense so so you know just so just be reassured and even your you know your your photographer would help you through thinking about that I you know, people will send me photos of their outfits and say shall I wear this will this go with this you know and then I, that helps me to connect it up with the right location and the right backgrounds and um you know if they've gone for a branding color in their outfit then I'll probably choose a more neutral background whereas we might be looking for a color in the background and a more neutral outfit so like, there's all sorts of um ways to sort of to work with branding colors and, and get that mm. into your photos as well um, which can be thought about um yeah, yeah, rather yeah. Than having to wear yeah. them if it's not a color that's gonna look good or suit you or what you normally yeah. wear and I think you know it's kind of what we've been saying the whole way you know you're meant to be portraying you so that's what you want to come across not somebody completely different just because you're having photos done and and, and that's the same in everything that you do like we were saying right at the beginning if something doesn't add up it's not quite the same it's not aligning with everything else mm then it's going to stand out and then maybe some trust issues of is this person the same you know who is this person really all those kind of questions start start to come up basically don't they so it's really important to 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 obviously feel good and look good you know like you feel that you're comfortable and you're happy but say it's not going so over the top that you're trying to be someone that you're not kind of thing and then you get that unfamiliarity because again we, we, we're going back to what we were saying it was like we want to, br- to bring a consistent on-brand imagery which will give you familiarity and reassurance to your potential clients you know that familiarity and reassurance isn't going to come if you're not comfortable if your makeup isn't the way you would normally wear it your hair's all like curly and you know, like, oh, no, something, I don't know yeah. something you if it all jars like it's almost pointless having the photos so you know mm. you've almost the object you're trying to make your brand your brand feel you know your niche everything that kind of connects up together and you know this visual part be the final piece in the puzzle you know or the piece in the puzzle that's going to you know help to, to gel it all together so don't go don't go off doing crazy things <laughs> unless crazy things is your thing <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Good. So, so earlier we were talking about the kind of formats and, and things you should be thinking about so what I guess just run through the kind of things that you need to be thinking about with your photos so I almost want to say that you don't necessarily need to be thinking about um how your banner is going to be put together because your photographer should do that for you your your photographer should be thinking ahead and thinking I need to make sure I leave space and I need it to be picking that right photographer yeah yeah, exactly and and sometimes that's to do with the perspective that you're trying to create it might be that we're you know we're doing a very choosing a focus that's very much on you so that you become the the right side of your banner and and there's you know blurred-ish background you know something like that we might be thinking about and or sometimes leading lines work really well that 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 helps but that leaving a space isn't something you need to think about but if you want to have a photo of you on the banner then that's worth mentioning to your photographer to say this is what I'm planning to do is put a photo of me um it may even be that you want a photo of you that you're then going to have cut out transparent which is what I've actually done on my own is I've cut myself out um, as a transparent background to use on my my own banner so um 
so that's all a sort of option to, to, to add in and then you can add in your own colors or even other backgrounds that can be done later on if you're working with a website designer um you know branding experts and so on that, that might be doing that for you um, or adding in logos and, and so on um, but yeah, the, the list of photo, you know, possible uses for your photographs, you know, obviously profile, obviously website, lots of uses, um, you know, buttons, the buttons on your website, things, people sometimes put a, a photo behind uh, some text. Um, Canva is, I'm sure you've probably mentioned it before, um, Amy, it's, it's like, it's just brilliant. Just pop into Canva. I use Canva all the time. I've got Photoshop, but I use Canva all the time. Um, it's easier, in, isn't it? Yeah. Pop into Canva. You know what size, shape you want to have your photo, image, button, whatever it is you're going to be creating. Pop that photo on there. Put a white layer over the top um, and then desaturate that or change the opacity. So it kind of draws it right down. It makes it like a sort of cloudy cover um over the photo and then you've got space to write text over it or you can put a block block color and text you know i've actually got that you know in um, a tip sheet for that amy i'll mention mm. that in a minute so, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some little bits in there um but yeah you've got your social media banners to worry about so you not only are you changing perhaps your website banner but you want to keep that consistency into the things you might put onto linkedin onto your facebook banner um again using the same sorts of image or something from the same set Sometimes not exactly the same image of you, but if you're like, say it's me wearing this red top and I might be posed like this, like posed, if I do pose because I'm a bit crazy like that, but, or I might just be naturally me in another shot and, but they might be for slightly different uses, slightly different feel for a different platform. So that can be thought about, but the consistency becomes the shot that is in the same light. It's in the same circumstances and it's in the same outfit. There's a sort of consistency mm. there. So so, yeah, you've got those to think of. You've got your blogs, you've got your vlogs, you've got your podcasts to, you know, covers to think about. You might have um, YouTube um, thumbnails, you might have sales pages, lead magnets, tip sheets, um, your social media posts. You might even have a book in the in the plans, somewhere in your, your plans. You know, all of these things that, that you might not necessarily need them right at this minute, but they are... So to have a little bank of consistent, lovely photos that fit all together and you can just pull them out. And again, get sort of popping back to my tip sheet, there, there's actually some, you know, ideas about using different parts of each photo. So, you know, if you've got a patterned dress on, let's say, for your shoot, you might even use just part of that pattern as a background for something. Yeah. You know, that could be a post and then that keeps the consistency with, between your... Um, profile photo and, and and another you know social media post or something just something that, that you're doing to keep some consistency but there's all sorts of different things you can do to to just crop different parts of the photo don't think about just having that whole always whole me thing you know you might just use part or half your face you might use hmm. um there's all sorts of things you can do to, to, to make the most of the photos that you're going to have taken Mm, that's a really really good idea there I hadn't really thought about that like using aspects of of your photos that as I say it means that it comes across consistent in when someone's looking at wherever they're looking whether it's a website or um yeah lead magnet or something they're they're seeing it's it's all looking 
the same it's it's not exactly it gels together like 10 different photos or whatever it all yeah exactly. gels together really really nicely so yeah so you mentioned um you had a tip sheet so this is what it's about isn't it? it's how to create consistent content using your photographs isn't exactly it? that exactly that so it's just it's full of a few ideas of of some design ideas but it just gives you a few few simple camera tips and some th- thoughts you know ways to think about the cropping um, and the sort of lists of uses that you might not have thought of that, that, that mm. would be, be you know useful for, for sort of you know planning ahead mm. um for your, for your photography needs and yeah mm. making most of it and 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 one thing to add to having your photos taken with a brand photographer I think somebody asked about um costs and things having like a billion photos taken can make your life really confusing for you having a set of photos taken where you've had like you know a dozen edited or something out of that dozen you could have hundreds of use if you were cropping them and Mm. using different parts of the photos to just sort of leave that with you as a kind of thought that's that's how Mm. how differently no that sounds really good yeah and we'll put the link in the um the comments as as well so you can grab that because that sounds good because I think it seems like it have lots of interesting ideas of how you can use it like as you just said like you only need a few photos but actually you could have if you have five photos it doesn't mean you've only got five options you've got loads of different options that you can use with your photos which is really really great and you've also got an IGTV series with more tips about how to get to get the perfect brand photos they can say they heard it here first because yeah. I'm going to launch. I'm going to right. Okay, this is me committing to it now. Yeah. I'm going to put the first IGTV on on Monday. I recorded yesterday. I did two two episodes. I'm going to put the first one out on Monday, and it's all this sort of tips, a little bit more detail, a bit more chatting and thought. So you know, it's a great place for people to pop over and ask me more questions. If um you know, or just follow along on the series. If you're thinking about a brand shoot, it might be the sort of thing that you come back to refer to another time um covering we'll cover everything we'll cover it all <laughs> sounds fantastic so so where can people find out more about you well igtv instagram. Is, a, is a huge yeah IG, I, you know, instagram is a is a is my favorite place to be um but yes entirely catherine photography if you look me up you'll find me over there you get to know me over there i'm always on stories on and off so um yeah do say hello um or just pop over and see my website that's uh, entirely catherine photography dot com there you go it's very easy i'm quite i'm catherine i'm the same shape everywhere i'm every i'm me everywhere you can't can't miss me (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much catherine that was brilliant and and some really great tips there and kind of thinking about what a photo shoot entails things you should be thinking about and and how to make the most of of the photo shoot and and the photos as well but thank you very much it's been lovely to hear from you Thank you, thank you, thank you, Amy. It's been lovely. (laughs) Thank you to um, inviting me. It's great. Thank you. Ah, I loved talking to Catherine. She is amazing, isn't she? She had so many great tips to help you prepare that perfect photo shoot what things you need to be thinking about before the photo shoot, during and afterwards to make sure you're not wasting your time or money and so that you get the perfect photos for you and your business. 
If you want to grab Catherine's guide to how to create consistent content using your photographs, the link is in the show notes. And also remember to go and check out Catherine's IGTV series over on her Instagram at Entirely Catherine Photography. If you want to join me and my next guest live next month, and next month I have got an awesome guest, or should I say guess, so you won't want to miss out. So come and join us over in my Facebook group, Unleash Your Niche, and you can join in the conversation with us. To join, just search Unleash Your Niche in Facebook or the link is in the show notes. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next time or over in the group. Have a fab week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amycager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication.